Hey everybody and welcome to episode number seven of the Search for God podcast series. This is week five in review. During this past week we have gotten into a really deep dive in the sense of we've started the book of Genesis and for all intents and purposes I have thrown you into the water and have said swim. The two big topics for this week were the creation of the universe and the fall of mankind into sin. Both of these topics are not particularly simple topics to cover and quite frankly sometimes raise more questions than they answer. Nevertheless, let's jump right into this week in review. We started by talking about creation, which can be found in two different tellings. You have Genesis chapter 1, which has a very methodical, a very ordered, a very structured telling of creation done over six days, a lot like a house being built. You start with the foundation and then you build up and in. Creation functions very much in the same way, demonstrating that God is a God of order, a God of structure, a God of rationality. There is not a willy-nilly sense to creation. One thing leads to the next, and to the next, and to the next, culminating with the creation of humanity. Now, humanity and its creation is also told in a couple of different ways. The first is at the end of chapter 1 of Genesis, in which mankind is portrayed as being the highest point of creation, being the apex, the most important element to this entire project, if you will. Nothing is really said about how man is created, just that he is made in the image and the likeness of God. And what that entails are the following things. Human beings have the ability to love. Human beings have the ability to sacrifice. That's what loving means. Human beings have the ability to reason. They have the ability to understand why. Human beings have free will. We have the ability to choose. And the idea of choice goes beyond just the moral side of things. It is what allows us to be able to prefer things, even things that aren't in the moral world, such as your favorite soda, your favorite flavor of ice cream, your favorite potato chip, or whether you even like any of those things in the first place. And man was given dominion. That is lordship over all creation. All of these things can be found at the end of chapter 1 of Genesis, part of the order and the structure, that man fits into the order and the structure as the final piece of the puzzle. You move into Genesis 2, where you see the process of how man was created, that he was formed from the dust of the ground, that God put the breath of life into him, and man became a living soul. This is not set in opposition at all to the previous telling in chapter 1, but when you put them together, you get a fuller understanding that not only is man the highest and most important creature within the order and structure of creation, but he is also, and again, let me be clear that when I say man, I mean human beings, that God took care to fashion humanity in a way that he did not fashion anything else. 
And then eventually, because there were no suitable partners for man within the rest of creation, God took a rib and created woman. The seventh day, if you recall, is mostly about reflecting upon the place of man within creation. That the highest point, you know, that there's nothing else to do. Hence, you know, sort of sit back and, and admire all of creation. And then we move on to the fall. The fall of mankind, the fall of humanity, which is really a lesson in overstepping bounds. The reason the woman eats the fruit of the tree and then passes it along to her husband, who doesn't stop her, you know, he is just as much at fault here, is because the first humans believed the lie that they could become the equivalent of God. That's what it's trying to say more than anything else, that any attempt to try and make yourself the equivalent of God is a doomed enterprise from the start. And as a consequence, the punishments that Adam and Eve suffer are in part a reflection of that attempt to try and become like God. The woman has to undergo labor pain in childbirth. The man has to labor for his food, has to earn his food by the sweat of his brow. Now, the point I was trying to make in class is these kinds of punishments are, in essence, God saying to Adam and Eve, and by extension, all of us, because there is that lesson for us to draw from as well. Hey, you want to be like me? Have fun. Be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. And ultimately, one of the tragedies of the fall is that Adam and Eve are kicked out of Eden. They throw away a perfect state of existence where they have no shame, where they have no want for anything, no need for anything. Everything is provided for, and they throw it all away. Why? Because they were trying to bridge a gap that could not be bridged. The gap between man and God is always going to be there. No matter what we do and what we try, we will never be able to close that gap. We can't. The very idea of a creator and a creature is that there will always be separation. There has to be. We're not equals, and we were never intended to be equals to God under any circumstance whatsoever. So aside from the specific consequences that were dedicated to both the man and the woman, there are other elements as well. I mentioned being expelled from Eden, but also what is called concupiscence. That's the fancy word I typed into the chat during class. This is the point that says that we have the ability to choose wrong more often than we choose right. And frequently, it's not an issue of making the decision, how much do you want to sin in the morning? It's more along the lines of taking the path of least resistance. And you guys know, as teenage males, and any of you who are also listening to this, who were once teenagers, you understand the mentality of trying to get the most or the the biggest reward for doing the least amount of work possible. We've all been there. I've been there. You guys are currently in that particular state. I mean, there are always going to be exceptions, but this is what we do. This is humanity in its fallen state. We are always looking for the shortcut, and that's how the devil actually works. The devil tries to entice us with shortcuts more than anything else. 
And normally, or I should say in the normal course of our lives, the biggest temptations we have to resist is the temptation to take the shortcut, to take the path of least resistance. You know, that we have to do the right thing, even when the right thing is more difficult, even when the right thing takes a little more time. This is why we have the virtue of fortitude. Fortitude is even when things are are hard, that we still go in the right direction. Now, all of these All of these events that we've covered and all of these things that we're talking about both this past week and in the future, they all come together in the sense of answering the questions of why we are the way we are. With the creation of man, we spoke of his nature, that God made us a certain way, having all of these attributes. But with the fall, now we've got other elements that are added because of our sin, because of our desire to be like God. And this is something that's going to come up over and over again in the future, whether we, I should say, when we get to Cain and Abel, when we get to the flood, when we get to some of the patriarchs and the prophets and the people of Israel, and even just looking around in the world as it is, you see these attributes both in the positive and the negative repeatedly. And it's something not to be afraid of, but rather having the knowledge that you need to take it head on and be aware when the path of least resistance is presented in front of you. Do you take it or do you do the more difficult but ultimately right thing? And that brings us to the end of episode number seven of The Search for God. This has been week five in review. Don't forget that the assignment is due by Monday night and that the quiz, once again, will be on either Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on your class. Have a great weekend. If you have any questions, let me know, and I'll see you next time.